Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Make It Happen Today with Lisa and Claire. Now, before we start this week's episode, I just wanted to say thank you so much for all of our listeners. It's really good to see every week that more and more people are listening to us, following us on social media. It's a good sign that we're hopefully providing content that you lot are interested in. And as always, please do provide us feedback. If there's things that you'd like to hear about, please let us know. We try and come up with subjects that are going to interest you. And at the end of the day, this podcast is for the audience. So again, thank you so much for all your support. We really do appreciate it. So this week is actually our 10th episode, believe it or not. I can't believe how quickly it's gone. Um, We're still in a particularly stressful time with COVID and we've got all the additional pressures and anxieties that we're faced with on top of everything else. Um, And we thought it just might be helpful to discuss how to quickly de-stress when you start to feel a little little bit overwhelmed or anxious. Now, um, we know that there are like long, long term treatments such as meditation, regular exercise or mindfulness activities that we can all take part in. But what about the short term fixes for when you can't do these or it seems to get a bit too much? Now, this morning when I was out walking the dog, um, I thought of something that anybody could do, actually, in their day to day lives. And that is if you ever do go out for a walk, if you're walking the dog like me, like I was this morning, um, if you see people on your walk, just say hello to them or say morning. Some people won't make eye contact, so you can tell roughly which people are going to speak to you and which aren't. But one thing I've started doing, especially since I've had my dog um, uh, last November, is that I will make the effort to say morning to people or hello, good afternoon or whatever. And you know what? That actually helps uplift the mood. And I think wherever you are, if you're walking past someone, just say hello. There's no harm in it. Give them a smile. It'll make them feel good and it'll make you feel good. So that was just something that popped into my head this morning as I was out walking the dog. And I thought, you know what? Anybody can do that and it doesn't cost anything. So we've actually collated, because it's our 10th episode, 10 things that you can do at any time, pretty much anywhere when you feel the need to de-stress. Now, you don't need to close your eyes for any of these exercises. You can do if you feel comfortable to and it's safe for you to do so. But these, we try to pick exercises that you can do in the moment where you've only got five or 10 minutes spare. So you make it work for you in whichever way is is, is suitable. So to start off with, uh, something I have used quite a lot is something called box breathing. Now, box breathing is where you breathe in to the count of four, you hold to the count of four, and then you exhale for the count of four. And this is something that I find very useful because when I get anxious or stressed, I start to really shallow breathe. And that's the first thing I think that needs attention when I'm feeling in that state. So I'm just going to talk with you that exercise. So if you want to, whilst you're listening, you can do this with us at the same time and then you can use it again anytime again in the future. So if you want to sit or stand in a comfortable position. Now I want you to breathe in to the count of four. Now hold for the count of four. And finally, 
exhale to the count of four. Now, hopefully, if you have tried that exercise, you will feel that you are a little bit calmer than when you first started. And this is because this exercise reduces the stress hormone cortisol that we all produce when we're feeling in a state of anxiety. It reduces your blood pressure and it releases tension. So that is something that instantly can have a calming effect on you. And it also helps you provide a little bit of clarity. Another exercise that I have tried myself, um, not all the time, but occasionally, is something known as finger tapping. Now, this is where you take your, each of your hands, you pinch your thumb and your index finger together, almost like you're doing a crab move, but you just do the index finger and the thumb initially. And then what you do is you tap them together several times quickly. Then you move on using your thumb still and do the same with your middle finger and tap those several times. And then using the thumb again, move on to your ring finger. And then finally, your little finger. And you can repeat that as many times as necessary. Now, Gabby Bernstein actually has a mantra meditation that is, is very similar to this. But what she does is she taps once per finger and each time she taps a finger, she says a different word. So there's four words in total. And she says, and you can do this with us whilst you're listening. So with the first, second, third and fourth fingers, peace begins with me. And do it again. Peace begins with me. Now this sends calming signals to the brain as well. It restores peace within you, hence the words, and it reduces anxiety. So again, that's another one that you can do anytime, anywhere. Now you're sitting in car in rush hour. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. And, and, and that's the whole point of these activities is that you can do them at, you know, anytime. <laughs> you know the idea is you could be standing in the playground waiting for your kids and just stand nobody notices you know you can yeah. be quite discreet about it and you don't have to close your eyes so you know you can do if you're on your own or if you feel comfortable but that's the beauty of these exercises I wanted to pick some that people felt that they could do at any time when they just needed a quick fix and I hope that some of these these do help so um yeah sitting in traffic is absolutely <laughs> one where a lot of us may find that very helpful so the next one I'm going to talk about is a quick body scan. Now, some of you may already be familiar with these in meditations, and these are where you focus on relaxing your muscles from your feet and working all the way up through your body to the top of your head. And these can be carried out in a standing or seated position. So if you, you've got a job um, or you're doing something that's standing up, you can still do this. Same likewise when you're sitting down, you could just be sitting on the sofa. If you're not working, you may just be sitting on the sofa and just have five minutes where you want to try this. So I'll talk you through this one. So if you want to get yourself into a comfortable position, whether that be standing or sitting down. And focus on relaxing the muscles that are in your feet. And moving that relaxation feeling up your legs, 
through your calves and your shins, over your knees, up through your thighs, through your hips and your buttocks, through your stomach and your chest, over your shoulders, down each of your arms, into your hands, through your fingers, and then up to your neck, moving up to your head, over your chin, your mouth, your nose, your eyes, relieving any tension in your forehead, and finally through to the top of your head. And if you want to, you can do the same exercise in reverse. So again, this is a form of mindfulness because it takes your attention away from what you're doing, gets you to focus on the sensations in your body. This encourages you to notice any tension um, that's in your body and relax any muscles where you need to. And again, it has a calming effect. And this can be quite interesting to actually focus on where you've got tension, because I think sometimes when we're busy doing stuff, you don't actually realize where you are holding all of that stress. And for me, it's always across my shoulders and my neck. So I'm very aware of that now. And, and as well as doing a quick body scan, I'll quite often just move my shoulders or my neck, just to try and relieve some of that tension. So that's a good one if you feel yourself getting very physically uptight. So the fourth one that I've got here is actually called a grounding technique. And I haven't done this many times, but it has been very, very good uh, when I have had the opportunity to do it. And this can be done uh, again, inside or outside. So it depends wherever you are, um, and it's about noticing things that are going on around you. So I'm going to talk this exercise through you again in real time so that you can do it with me. So wherever you are at the moment, I want you to take, look around the room and take five things that you can see. These can be objects in front of you. These can be things in the distance if you're outside or looking out of a window take five things that you can see. Next, I want you to think about four things that you can feel. And this could be a chair if you're sitting on it, it could be the ground if you're standing, or anything that's around you four things that you can feel. And then three things that you can hear. So is that music from another room? Is it the birds singing outside? Just pick three things that you can hear. Now I want you to find two things that you can smell. And this could be a scented candle. It could be the smell of the fresh air if you're outside, somebody cooking their dinner, their breakfast. Two things that you can smell. And then finally, one thing that you can taste. 
Now, this could be the aftertaste of what you've eaten this morning, something that you've drank. It could be something that you are going to eat. You could actually eat something while you're doing this. It's that one thing that you can taste. So these can be combined with the breathing techniques as well that I spoke about earlier. Um, I mean, the same for all of these, you can combine techniques if that's helpful. Um, this again takes a focus elsewhere because it immediately reduces anxiety because you're thinking about other stuff. And this is known to really help people cope with panic attacks because again, you're drawing the focus away from the anxiety. So just one more from me before we move on to Claire and let her get a word in <laughs> is something that I've spoken about before and I cannot rate this enough. It's very, very important. And that is positive self-talk. Now I've come up with a few here. It's only four that I've come up with, but you can come up with, you can use these ones. You can use your own ones. Um, but one thing I would say is for some reason, it seems very important to repeat these at least three times whenever I read how often to repeat any affirmations or mantras three seems to be the magic number so I think if whatever you decide to talk to yourself in a positive way repeat them at least three times each time you do that and that really helps them stick a little bit more so I'm going to talk through the four that I've got I'm going to do them three times all together and again if you wish to change these for yourselves and please do so. I am calm. I am enough. I can do this. I am relaxed. I am calm. I am enough. I can do this. I am relaxed. I am calm. I am enough. I can do this. I am relaxed. Now, doing these positive self-talk affirmations uh, helps, again, reduce anxiety. It boosts your confidence because you start to believe what you're telling yourself. It increases your optimism and it can improve your performance. So this is a very useful thing to use if you're about to do a presentation or something, it helps really keep you self-focused, build up that confidence ready before you're about to present. And this is something that a lot of athletes and performance, performers, excuse me, will do before a game. And that's just to calm their nerves down. So you've probably seen that um, on TV where there's a lot of people that tend to do positive self-talk because it gets them into a good mental state before they're about to perform. So they were, they were my first five tips. Claire's got another five. Um, so I'll hand you over to Claire. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you. I Yeah, I loved those, actually. And I was um, following along in my head while you was talking. It's incredibly calming. So thank you for those ones. Um, my last five tips are, well, the first one, so the sixth tip for me is to organize and tidy your desk or your living space. Now we've talked about this in our last episode about decluttering. And for me, 
I talked about the fact that my desk is a reflection of my state of mind usually. And if my desk is incredibly messy, it's because I'm highly stressed out. I've got a lot going on. I've got a lot, uh, you know, I feel a bit more frantic in my working day. And so I find that when I take a step back, I, I go put on the kettle, I come back and I'm like, right, I'm going to take five minutes just to clean up my desk quickly. Um, I will just, even if it's just putting everything in one pile. So I have my notebook and then everything else goes into one pile next to me rather than spread across my desk. I've got like five pens, eight post-it notes. Um, I find that just moving everything into one place really enables me to focus um it takes my mind off all of the things that I have to do the, the numerous things that I have to do and I can just clearly see my desk see my mouse and I can just focus again back on on what I need to do and it's almost like a a tidy house tidy mind and it could be the same it doesn't have to be your desk it could be uh you know your living room for example if the kids have been playing in the day you want to chill out at night and watch you know EastEnders um, but you can't relax because your lounge is surrounded by kids toys um, I would just take five minutes before you sit down quickly put them all into one pile or wh wherever makes you happy take them upstairs and then you can just go ah, I can now I can just chill and relax um, because the space that you're in just feels much calmer for you that kind of leads on to uh, my next point, which is make a list of things. So if you're feeling in this frame of mind, sometimes, you know, I've just talked about cleaning your desk or your living space. But if you've got a lot going on, a lot of people don't sleep as well. So you'll get in bed and your mind will go crazy about all the things that you have to do or all the things you haven't done that day, all the things you have to do the next day. So I actually have a I either use a piece of paper and a pen next to my desk. So I have a little notebook that's a list of things to do. Um, and I just write them down as they come into my mind. Or um, if I've moved that, if I've brought that downstairs in the morning um, and forgotten to take it back up, I'll actually add diary reminders. So in the morning I wake up and I've got a reminder at 9.30 to call the dentist and at 9.40 to call the doctors and, at, you know, at 10 a.m. get on Moonpig because it's my mum's birthday. So I'll just add them into my calendar. So it gets it out of my head. Um, and because then I'm, I'm, I feel more relaxed and I don't have to worry so much. Um, and likewise, you know, I'm very old school with my lists usually. Um, but when I don't have my paper, I, I resort to my diary and just add diary reminders. But Again, I'll write a, a clean to-do list either at the end of my working day or in the morning. I will set out, okay, what do I want to achieve today? And sometimes I have my list kind of broken into two. So, I go, okay, what do I need to achieve at work? And then when I finish work, what do I need to do tonight? Do I need to do my food shopping? Do I need to, you know, blitz the bathroom? Um, whatever it is to get it out of your head is incredibly uh stress relieving and it just allows you to focus rather than constantly thinking about all the things you have to do you can see it there on your list um and and uh yeah that's really helpful actually and and I have an app with my boyfriend <laughs> where we have a to-do list actually so when we moved house we found this app I think it's called Todoist 
and you can share your list with other people. And I've used it for work as well. So I've used it with colleagues where um, if I want to assign work, I can I add it into this app and I can assign a date like a due date basically as well. So we just remember the things that we've got to do. And it sends you a, uh, an email every day and it creates you a little mini to do list which is really nice actually. And it's, it's a little bit OCD with my boyfriend, but when we moved house and we had a lot to do, it really worked, helped us focus on the things that we needed to get done. And uh, number eight is the use of a stress ball. So using a stress ball and, and actually my son likes a fidget cube as well. And he said that helps him concentrate, but a stress ball helps relieve tension Um and it can be a mindful exercise as well. You know, you notice the, the texture and the sensation in your hands and you, it is relaxing and it stimulates the nerves in your hands and your brain and it causes a release of endorphins. And we know that endorphins is a feel good factor. Um, and one bonus point of using a stress ball is it can help prevent repetitive strain injuries. So if you, uh, if you work at a desk job or maybe you're a hairdresser or something where you're always using your hands, you could be prone to repetitive strain injury and using a stress ball could just help relieve the symptoms of that. So that's an, an additional bonus. Um, and number nine is listening to music. So I find listening to music quite therapeutic. Um, I was actually talking to a friend yesterday I think about um how listening to music on a radio for me is has a different um feeling to listening to it through headphones which is really it's going to sound a little bit bizarre and I don't know if anybody else resonates with this but if I am trying to focus on something um I get distracted by anything else going on around me and so even the radio, you know, I love listening to music. And honestly, for me, the type of music I listen to depends on my mood, you know, and you know what it's like if you're getting ready for a night out, if we remember what those are like during lockdown, <laughs> you know, you want something that's uplifting and something that makes you feel good and gets you in the maybe a dancing spirit or a happy mood. Um, so music is a real reflection of your state of mind and it really helps focus and and what I was getting to was I find that if I need to focus, I can't listen to just the radio around the house. I actually have to put headphones in and it changes. It almost removes the, the background noise for me. Um, it removes anybody else around the home. It removes any outside influence, basically. And so the headphones just helps me focus on purely what's going on through this, the, the music. And it really, do you feel like that, Lisa? Or, or is that yeah. just my no. own? So I, I do have a mixture of the two, but you're right. I tend to listen through headphones, but I do listen to music really loud. Yeah. So, you know, like my husband will sometimes, and he does, we have different music tastes as well. Like I like very upbeat, like dancey type music. We can, it can vary a bit, but yeah, I listen to music really loud. So yeah. Yeah, I tend to wear headphones and then I get lost in my own world. I think it's easy. I think that's what it's about. Isn't it? It's a form of escapism. Yeah. Um, yeah. Losing yourself yeah. in the music, so to speak. Yeah, exactly. Like you say, you can focus in on your own thoughts or, or just focusing on the music. And, and it's really, for me, has a different impact on, 
on my day. Um, and my final point is, we've talked about this a lot, is talk to a friend or a family member or a colleague. If you are really having a bad day or you're really stressed, sometimes even the action of saying the words, you know, somebody's irritated the hell out of me today. And I just, if I don't say something, I'm going to explode. Just the element of saying it. So I can, no need to reply, just telling you I'm in a bad mood. Um, but uh, yesterday I had the same thing. I was going for a run with a friend and um, turned up and she was like, are you okay? And my face, <laughs> I was like, yeah, fine. And it was just this whole misunderstanding. I'd stood at school waiting for 15 minutes for something and um, the person didn't show up, but she thought it was on drop on pickup and I thought it was on drop off. So I was freezing. I was late for my run. And um, just the, the act of saying it, it really wasn't a big deal. It wasn't, it didn't ruin my day, but it just, you know, but when I got there, I just built this thing up in my head. When I got to my friends for the run, I built something up in my head that wasn't even a big deal you know um the fact that I then said it when we were running it, it was gone my stress just I was like it, this is a ridiculous thing to be stressed about um and I was like I'm just saying it I feel so much better um and I think sometimes that's what you need you just need somebody to listen or to just go yeah I'm not surprised you're, you're annoyed I'm not surprised you're stressed you have a lot going on um it's just that validation of one, it's either a validation of, yes, you're in the right, you've got a right to be stressed, you've got a lot going on, or you've got a right to be stressed because something bad happened. Um, that in itself relieves some stress. And they, the people you're talking to might have some tips. They might cover some of the things that Lisa and I have talked about, or they might have something else that, that they have tried that worked for them that might make you feel better as well. But definitely it's like that saying, a problem shared is a problem halved. And I am a massive, massive believer in that. So we've covered a lot. We've covered lots of different techniques and not everything will work for everybody. But we hope you resonate with some of these. And we would love to hear from you and see what technique you are using this week. If you need a little bit of stress reliever um, or if you've got any other tips, we're always open. We, you know, life is stressful. Lockdown is stressful. So if you have any other techniques you'd like to share with us, we would love to hear from, the, from you with those. And as always, we would love your feedback, any reviews. We've been getting some great feedback and we're very, very grateful for everybody that does that. Uh, we are still on social media. We're there a few times a week. So feel free to check us out um, on Facebook or Instagram. And that's it for today's session. So have a great week and we look forward to seeing you again next week for another episode of Make It Happen Today.